Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 26, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. The vibes are right. They're tight. Obviously very sweaty, but I feel like that's most of the world right now. I feel like everything's on fire. Fire, fire, fire. So... <laughs> Hopefully you're doing well, though. Hopefully you're hanging in there. Hopefully you're staying hydrated, nice and cool, collected even. Let's see. Uh, Food corner. I made a beef and rice bowl, and it was yummy. Uh, Was there anything out of the ordinary? No, not really. It was pretty textbook. I had my beef, had my bacon, had my rice. We had the tortillas. They were nice and hot. I didn't like scorch them this time. My toaster oven has been a little bit wonky on my temps. I don't know why, uh, but it's it's getting back in the groove. I'm getting back in the groove, and it's nice. It feels good. Uh, let's see here. Is there anything else to report? Oh, I um I I weighed myself on this scale. I did my little weekly weighing. <clears throat> Sadly, not too much progress, but I am going to call it progress. I think. Now I might have netted about one or two pound loss. So that's good. That's good. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. That being said, I do think in a lot of ways, I'm just going to have to curb my enthusiasm here. Like I'm doing this to kind of maintain where we're at because I like I am trying, you know, I'm trying to do my little workouts and stuff, but it's just so hard to like find the time or the energy to really like put in more than what I'm already doing. So you know, to to an extent, I am kind of getting back to that um, contentment zone, uh, you know, whatever, but I'm okay with it. I'm at peace with it, and hopefully I can, you know, knock a couple more pounds down, you know, kind of keeping at it this way, and also I hope that the overall dub I'm going to come out of the summer with is like, hey, less treats. Like, <laughs> we just can't treat ourselves as much, as much as I want to, you know, and not just in food, but also beverage. I feel like I've been, for the past like couple years, I've been treating like beer, alcohol as like a free space. Like, yeah, whatever. It's not water, sure. But like, it's not, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I just realized like it's like you're drinking liquid bread. It's not good for you. You have to scale it down. I'm not saying get rid of it. I'm not saying become a teetotaler or anything. Just, you know, just one a day. Maybe have a cheat night with the homies, and and that's been good. That's been good so far. So, so yay. <laughs> let's see here. Let let's get into the news. I've been kind of pushing around here. Well, you know, I'm gonna do my classic, uh, classic pregame. There we go. Okay, from Reuters. Tearful Kevin Spacey humbled by acquittal on all sex charges in London trial. So, like I said, I wanted to give you guys an update when we finally got to the end of the trial and we have, gotta say, I am surprised by the verdict. 
A tearful Kevin Spacey said he was humbled after a jury in a London court found him not guilty on Wednesday of carrying out multiple sex assaults on four men. After 12 hours and 26 minutes of deliberation, the jury acquitted the Oscar-winning uh, the, uh, the Oscar-winning U.S. actor by majority on nine charges, which he was accused of committing between 2004 and 2013 at a time when he was working at London's Old Vic Theatre. Spacey, who was celebrating his 64th birthday on Wednesday, began to cry and mouth thank you to the nine men and women and three women jurors, or nine men and three women jurors, sorry, before wiping tears, uh, wiping away tears with a tissue. Now, let's see here. Um, he does a little bit of glad-handing, talks to, like, the jurors. Even someone's like, oh, I love you, Kevin! Which I, I wow. Like, like, you know who this guy is. Like, that's crazy. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, because uh, I've had these thoughts, too. Like, I remember when the shit just broke out. I want to say I had wound up recently from that point watching baby driver and i i remember being like man baby driver was so fucking good and kevin spacey ruined it he ruined it (laughs) just by existing i'm so mad but um like i'm all for if you want to say like yeah like his body of work is good whatever but like it's crazy to do any kind of defending or being like giving big ups to like Kevin Spacey in this in this time period post the allegations. Um, but let's see. Prosecutors described him as a sexual bully who aggressively groped three men, three of the men, and performed oral sex oral sex on the fourth while he was passed out uh, in Spacey's London apartment. And I feel like Spacey throughout. All the allegations has been like, you know, even, you know, since back in the States with, I believe, Anthony Rapp has more or less just used like being gay as like his defense. And he like boom flipped it like he was like, "Ah, okay well, okay okay I I hear the Me Too allegations. I hear it. But what if I told you I'm gay? And it's just like everyone's like, all right, that's fine in this day and age. That's okay, but like groping people, sexual assault, that's not okay. So, you know, maybe we should like deal with that. But in a crazy way, despite all the allegations, you know, even with rap, you know, he beat that case. Uh, it seems here he beat it too. Uh, I would say the 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 one highlight that I kind of picked up on kind of listening, you know, in and out was apparently... There were people who kind of came out of his defense, and it was a star-studded, you know, ensemble. Uh, hearing Elton John come to his defense was wild, was crazy. But that being said, Elton John, to his defense, did come out to say, like, oh, you know, he didn't do it. He just merely said, like, look, Kevin Spacey was at my home. He was partying with me, hanging out. He was one of many people at this party. He even crashed at my house. And that's relevant because for one of the people accusing him, they apparently got the dates wrong and that didn't line up. So that's something that I can see being like, oh, that's a, that's something in Spacey's favor, at least according to the jury. And maybe these things not lining up worked out in Kevin Spacey's favor. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe they were all starstruck. I have no fucking idea. But that being said... Uh, yeah, my dude beat the allegations. He beat the fucking case. That's crazy. I don't want to say my guy. He's not my guy. 
that being said, still like Baby Driver. Uh, the, the House of Cards was fucking great. Oh my fucking god! I was salty that he got let. Go. I'm not salty he got let go. That's the wrong choice of words. It's just like, damn. Like I really wish we could fucking finish that shit the way it should have been. But I get it. I understand. He was also let go from other movies. I fucking get that. But yeah, Val Kilmer came to his defense. Judy Dench, and as well as um Elton John. So that was a uh, fucking crazy. Uh, as for what's next for Spacey, I don't fucking know. I really hope he can just do everyone a favor and just kind of fade into obscurity, at least at the very least. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, I'm very surprised. I thought maybe he might not get fully hit here, but there's going to be something that's going to stick to him, and nope. All right, let's go ahead and move along, though. Uh, not that the next news is any better. Sadly, I mean, it's a lost life, so yeah. Uh, NPR. Obama's personal chef dies while paddleboarding in Martha's Vineyard. A personal chef to the Obama family drowned while paddleboarding in Martha's Vineyard, police confirmed on Monday. The body of Tafari Campbell, 45 years old, of Dumfries, Virginia, was uncovered after after a two-day search in Edgartown Great Pond, near a home owned by the Obamas. The Massachusetts State Police said the former president and first lady were not present at the time of the drowning. Uh, Campbell had served the, served as a White House sous chef during Barack Obama's presidency and left in 2016 to work for the former president and his wife. So they've described him as, quote-unquote, a beloved part of the family, they're really sad about the loss, but apparently another paddleboarder had seen him. They had witnessed it and saw that, like, hold on, let's see. Um, yeah, fellow paddleboarder observed him dip into the water, reappear briefly, struggling, struggling to stay on the surface, then submerge entirely, according to a police statement. Uh, they were able to, you know, after, you know, doing a recovery effort, they, you know, did recover his body. Um, the chef leave behind, leaves behind his wife and twin sons. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I will say this. I'm glad that there wasn't a big conspiracy over this kind of shit. You know, in this day and age, like the QAnon style type of, you know, rhetoric or narratization of a thing like it, it, this, something like that could have spread like wildfire. So I'm glad that it didn't, you know, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine being in that kind of situation and, as a family. Like you just hear that kind of news. It's like, it just seemed like it was just going to be an ordinary normal day. And the next thing you know, like the person you love or care about is just fucking gone, you know, just from a hobby. I mean, it's just crazy. It's sad. Um, but yeah, um, sometimes you just cover some news and, and it's just a bummer, but you just got to keep on marching on. So what's on next? What's on the menu? Whales, more whales. Okay. Yes. CNN. Dozens of whales die in mass stranding in Western Australia. So yeah, more whales. Uh, you know me when I, when I see a little bit of a weird trend or whatever, I can't help myself, but just talk about it on the pod, whether it's trains or there's planes or it's fucking whales. More than 50 whales have died in a mass stranding event in Western Australia as officials and volunteers race to save 
dozens of others stuck in shallow waters, authorities said Wednesday. In a statement on Facebook, the Parks and Wildlife Service on of Western Australia said a large pod of long-finned pilot whales were spotted Tuesday morning near the state's southern coast. Sadly, 51 whales have died overnight after a mass stranding at Chainas Bay, Chainas Bay. Um, adding that staff uh, and hundreds of volunteers were trying to save 46 other whales uh, by returning them to deep water. So that is the good news at the end here about the 46 other whales. Obviously, it's really fucking sad. Uh, another silver lining that I've heard mentioned is that this is one of the rare occurrences where we get to see the pod pre-stranding. And in this situation, they were doing something that was very odd, that they were all huddling. And, you know, it is still the situation of, like, well, maybe there was, like, some kind of mass illness. Maybe there was just one or two of the whales that were distracted or disoriented or scared because they thought they saw a predator, and that's why they were doing doing the huddling. But at least they have some footage to kind of work with here, and that's key. And the other situation, we talked about a whale that was having problems you know with birth and that one whale they were waiting for that whale and they kind of gotten you know into a situation where they wound up getting stranded and died so you know at least there's a chance for more research so there's you know potential that we can learn and maybe like help affect these in a positive way so we can help these whales out so they don't get stranded but um yeah definitely still a bummer all the same I did learn that these pilot whales are like more like dolphins than whales and that one of their predators is killer whales. So that's uh, pretty crazy, pretty sad. But, you know, it's the circle of life and it moves us all. Okay. All right. I'm done. <laughs> um, all right. We have one more story to cover and it's about another animal. Cops. No, dogs. <laughs> Uh, let me take my break and then we'll talk about it. Ooh. Also, I need a long time listeners to know these are still shirts off pods. These are still sweaty pods, no fan, no AC. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there, that we haven't changed, that we still have our roots, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> mm. All right. Ooh. Okie dokie. From ABC News. Ohio canine officer fired after his police dog attacked surrendering suspect so this one's uh this is an update on the jadarius uh rose incident uh but more emphasis on the canine and the canine officer ryan speakman uh, essentially i'd heard monday maybe monday tuesday via notifications that um he was put on leave so it was like finally because I, I i talk shit i'm like look if we don't know that means he's still on and technically i was fucking right because they didn't announce it until monday aka they probably were still thinking about it 
That being said, they surprised me and they fucking sacked him. So yeah, kudos. Good job. This is a dub. This is silver lining. Um, so yeah, he was sacked for the situation. And I'll, I'll do a quick, you know, rerun down. Essentially, Rhodes, and I found out this out in the article, he was a trucker. The reason they pulled him over was like a mud flap um, was missing on his truck. So they were pulling him over for that, and they wanted to hassle him for it. But Rose said that he was scared because they had guns out and everything. So he's like, oh shit. He pulls out and starts, you know, driving. He calls dispatch and like 911. And then, you know, the cops obviously ensue chasing him. Now, um, that's, you know, that matters, obviously. Uh, he's still on the hook for failure to comply. So that's relevant. But that being said, I'm happy that, uh, you know, the police force said, look, let's look at the situation. We told this guy, like, we had people on the team. We had, like, motherfuckers saying, if he has his hands up, don't fucking put the dog on him. And what does Speakerman do? He lets the he lets him go, and he sicks him on him. This wasn't an accident. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's annoying here that... I feel like there's maybe part of this conversation where it's just like, oh, this is a little bit of an oopsie-daisy or whatever. Like, no. Like, he was told, clear, direct instruction, don't let the dog out on him if he has his hands up, if he's surrendering. And that's what Rose did. He literally puts his hands up, he puts his, you know, he puts his, uh, you know, he complies with the cop and is on the ground. And the next thing you know, he's getting bit for 10 to 20 seconds. And then on top of it, they had to pull the dog off of him. You know what I mean? And in the other article, it's described that Ryan comes up, apprehends Rose, aka does the whole cop beat bullshit, then attains, then, you know, tends to the dog. So to me, that's fucked up. That's not right. That's not humane treatment of someone you're trying to apprehend. That's not how you protect and fucking serve. So... I'm glad that they at least did this, but let me read a little bit here. The officer was let go despite the review board concluding that the department's policy for the use of canines was followed and the apprehension and arrest, which I'm like, how does that fucking work? How does the review board see the tape and go, oh, no, everything was protocol here. Um, Now, what is it? Centerville's police tries to offer like a little bit of like um, insight. Oh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> it's important to understand that the review board is charged only with determining whether an employee's actions is in use of force incident were within department policies and procedures. So, aka, it's like, look, they're only saying that, like, this made sense for them to use the dog. But clearly, if there's an officer telling you, no, there's no reason to use a dog here. Don't use a dog. How? How? Houseway. Make it make sense. I, I just don't get it. Uh, also, we have an appearance from uh, Governor Mark. Not Mark. Governor Mike DeWine. Uh, Ohio staple. <laughs> also, I love Mike DeWine because he's a Republican, right? So I don't love Mike DeWine. But I kind of like Mike DeWine because, like, the average Ohio guy you ask, especially, like, the average, like, conservative guy, hates Mike DeWine. They fucking hate him. Because as far as they're concerned, he's a fucking, like, I, don't, I feel like they treat him like he's a class traitor. It's so funny. <laughs> it's 
so funny. Like, essentially, all this guy did was like, hey, maybe we should, like, believe in science and, like, follow, like, protocols on COVID. And literally, like, Ohioans lost their mind. They wanted to, like, like blow this man's world up. They hated him. They hated him. I have coworkers, like, coming to me, ta- like, they've told me stories about like, how much they just hate, they hate, loathe him. And that gives me joy, in a way. That being said, he's not an ally. He's not our friend. But <laughs> I just love that. I, I do love that. <laughs> he was just like, yo, maybe we should listen to science. Like, I'm an old dude. I don't want to get fucking sick. And they're like, boo, boo this man. <laughs> I want to go outside right now. Fuck masks. <laughs> but um, he he was talking about the training, saying like, hey, the, the canine training might be bad. We need to work on the training for the cops. Um, both have been, like, disputed by, like, I think, like, the Philadelphia-Pittsburgh group that trained the dog. Um, also, the dog's whereabouts in terms of, like, is the dog retired or not, that we don't know yet. We, that's in the wind. They haven't responded to that. But, um, also on the other end of this, uh, there was a Black Lives Matter or BLM protest that was announced um outside of the Circleville Police Department and that's obviously big news i do feel in in some ways like the firing of speakman kind of like cuts some of the sting out on that which i don't know if that was tactical or not for the reason for the season but you know that being said i'll take it but that being said, they are asking for more than just that. They also want the dog to be retired. They want the police chief to be retired. <sighs> what else was there? There was something else. My mind's now fogging me on it. Uh, they want someone else to be fired, too. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen, though. That being said, I, I do get the sentiment, though. I do understand it. But... Uh, but I am just happy to at least see that, like, hey, the Speakman guy who literally just was not listening to just literal commands, commands his dog. Oh, and, and uh, the, with the dog, they wanted the dog to be retired because of the fact that it's like, look, the dog didn't, like, obey commands. And also something I mentioned in the other article where it's like the dog initially was going to try to attack a trooper. At least I believe I mentioned the other article. I might have skimmed over that. But I was like, oh, like the dog initially beeline for the trooper. Then after more correction goes, oh, no, I'm supposed to go go for for Rose and then beelines to Rose and then bites him. So they were saying for that, like they the dog needs to be retired. He needs to be let go. Like the chief needs to be let go. I don't think the chief is going to be let go. Honestly, I, I think that's a bit lofty. But I, I do get the idea of saying like, hey, we need to be out here. We need to have like a presence because this was not right. This was. Not, oh, 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 there you go. I missed the other half of it. They also want Rose's charges to be dropped, which I do not think is going to happen. Um, the failure to comply thing, even though he called 911 to explain himself, and I get it. As a black man, I totally fucking get it. Like, you are scared. And if these motherfuckers have their guns out, you don't want to be, you know, the next Tyree Nichols. You don't want to be the next Rodney King. You don't want to get murdered today. I understand the fear. I also understand that it's like, look, I'm I'm in the dice roll of my life right now, and I'm just going to be as compliant as I can. That's all I can do. Because if I even twitch wrong, they're going to blow my brains out, and it's going to be my fault somehow. They don't even have to sprinkle crack on my face. So that's that's just where I'm at with it. That's, that's the story uh, as I know it. 
Um, I'm hot and sweaty now and my brain is melting. So um, I think I'm going to call it an episode there. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) But um, that's all I got for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me. That's crazy. That's wild. Uh, I do have to show a little bit, but uh, patreon.com says Isaiah News. If you'd like to support financially, that would be great. You become a newsie, and that's pretty cool. Uh, I shout you out at the top of the podcast. Also, shout out a project, thing you're doing, or whatever you know, you'd like me to maybe shout out. I can do that. That's an option for you. Let's see. If you'd like to give me feedback, um, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Hopefully it's positive feedback. <laughs> I might not get back to you if it's negative. But um, let's see. Facebook, Twitter, all the socials. You can find me on them. I'm there. I'm chronically online. It's tragic. But uh, feel free to comment, uh, DM, I don't know, do your thing. But uh, if you have a YouTube account thing, if you use the YouTube, if you don't use the YouTube, just go subscribe to my YouTube. Please, please do that. Uh, thumbs up on the episodes, would you kindly? Comments are always welcome and great. Also, if you're on, you know, Spotify or Apple, thanks for listening. That's dope. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, give me the stars. I love the full reviews. Those are great. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being a friend. And hopefully I'll see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.